0: Okay, hola y welcome back to Vos Memos. I'm your host, Angela George, and in this episode, I'm going to talk about why I don't believe in vision boards or manifesting, and how I plan to achieve my New Year's resolutions without them. So if you're excited about getting things done in 2024, stick around and find out how to reword your dreams into actionable goals that you can actually stick to in the new year. Happy New Year! I hope all of you had a wonderful time with your families or friends during the month of December. I know this time of year, all the wellness girlies are talking about vision boards and manifesting for 2024, but you're listening to Vos Memos, and we're going to look at resolutions with more of a project management perspective, and figure out how to turn those dreams into action items. Now, I think resolutions fall into four different types of categories, and I'm going to talk about all of them today. And later in the episode, I'll talk about ways to rephrase those goals to make them more achievable this year. So the four categories are skills, habits, goals, and life goals. And so a skill that I want to improve in 2024 is For example, I want to become a better cook or I want to learn oil painting. Those are two things that I've been thinking about as I've lived in Minneapolis. I'm excited to take advantage of the art scene here and I know that I'm cooking on my own and I want to just keep getting better at that, cooking for one. So those are two skills. Two habits that I want to improve on is I want to floss more And I want to drink more water. Goals. Two examples for me are I want to get stronger this year in the gym. And I want to read more. And I've already done a really great job of reading this year. I got 16 books in. But I'll talk more about that later. And then a life goal that I'm working on for 2024 is I want to get my book published. So you notice all of these goals or resolutions were phrased as wants, and so we'll talk about kind of changing up that language so that we can actually action on these dreams, but I want to get into why I don't believe in vision boards or manifesting. So one of these commonly cited quotes about vision boards, and I just heard about this on the Wellness Cafe, which is another podcast that I listen to, is, um, this quote from Dr. Tara Seward, who is a neuroscientist, and she says, "Looking at images on a vision board primes the brain to grasp opportunities that may otherwise gone unnoticed." That's because the brain has a process called value tagging, which imprints important things onto your subconscious and filters out unnecessary information. So, I'm no neuroscientist. Um, I love science, and so. When I see this quote, I'm like, okay, that sounds like there's a lot of good science backing up, like pasting your images of your dreams onto a piece of paper and thinking about it throughout the year that way. But at the same time, it is just one of many tools out there to help you break down your goals. But I would challenge you to think about this contradicting quote from a psychotherapist, Amy Morin who noted in her patients that vision boards, rather than like her patients getting out there and working towards those goals, she said her patients who created vision boards seemed to be waiting for the universe to grant their wishes. So instead of being proactive, they were very passive about getting to those goals. And so that's why I would caution you against using a vision board, Um, and even worse, manifesting towards those goals because it's more of waiting for the universe to give you what you want and then celebrating coincidences versus actually working towards those goals creating a plan to get there and so that's kind of what I'm going to talk about is how to break down these dreams into things that you can be working on every day in 2024 So another thing for vision boards, if you're looking at it through a project manager perspective, is there's no date to track to. Oftentimes with action items in project management, the next question is, okay, what date can I expect for this task? Um, And it doesn't have to be a concrete date. It can always be a guess. Dates can change, dates can move. But it's important to have something to track to so that you can start – calculating your progress on that task. So with your vision board, the date is probably delivered by end of year. I have all these beautiful pictures of my goals and I will deliver them to myself by the end of this year. And while that is a date, it's kind of the date on the larger task and it doesn't let you break that task down more into a granular level that can actually be actioned on. So I want to reiterate that the problem with vision boards isn't that it's a great tool for visualizing your goals. The problem is that it doesn't actually give you the credit you deserve or an actionable plan to get to that goal. One, you don't want to be crediting the universe for hard work that you put in towards your goal. That credit should all go to you. You did amazing. You got the goal. Celebrate yourself, not the universe. And then two, if you're struggling to get to that finish line, you need tools that actually help you plan out how you're going to achieve those goals. And so that's why I struggle with vision boards and especially with manifesting, because manifesting is all about speaking out your goal, which is great. You want to make your goals known, but it it only relies on speaking your goals into existence. But there's no... Plan. There's no actions behind that. So that's where I am really hesitant to recommend those tools because they don't really feel like tools at all. So that's what we're going to get into here. So for example, if we're talking about that skills category with my goal of becoming a better cook and learning how to oil paint, let's break that down into a better way to phrase that goal. So with cooking, Let's break that down into something that I could do a weekly check-in on or a weekly breakdown. If I want to become a better cook, um, how am I going to do that? So maybe I could rephrase that goal to be, I will incorporate more adventurous foods into my meal plan. And to do that, I will buy a cookbook and work my way through it over the course of 2024. And by rephrasing it into something that I will do, an action item, I've now turned that kind of vague and intangible goal of becoming a better cook into two separate tasks that I can actually do. I can buy that cookbook and I can change my meal plan to have more adventurous food. And by doing those two tasks, I'll have made progress on that goal. And that's also something that breaks it down into a weekly task instead of something that I'll deliver vaguely sometime during the year of 2024. So it breaks it down where every week when I'm meal planning and I'm going to the grocery store, I'm thinking about what new food do I want to try this week? Maybe what new recipe out of that cookbook do I want to try this week? And so that's just a great way to break down that task into something more tangible Same thing with oil painting. Um, If I want to work on this skill, it's either going to be on my own or in a class. And so I need to rephrase that resolution from I want to become better at oil painting to I will sign up for an oil painting class this year. And we can even go a few steps further. I will research classes in the month of January for oil painting near me. And then I will sign up by February for an oil painting class, and then I will attend these classes weekly. So I've just broken down that bigger task into three steps, and I've assigned dates to each of those tasks. January, research. February, sign up. And then the rest of the year, or however long the class is, attend. And so by having dates to track to, I've also broken that task down into more manageable steps instead of just being like, I will sign up for a class at some point. Like now I'm actually saying January. I'm looking them up. I'm doing some research. I'm just getting on the Google. And that's just a lot more approachable than being like, I don't know, sometime in November, I'm like, oh my gosh, I forgot I'm supposed to do oil painting this year and then rushing to find something. No, I have a plan of how I will implement that goal. So you can see it's like a very different way of thinking about your goals. It's very strategic, it's kind of, and it's great for people that either have agendas like paper or digital, like actually schedule out those tasks for yourself um, so that you have time to do it. Like, when will I research those classes in January? Put a date on the planner to block out some time. And without doing those steps, It's very hard to get to those goals because you just constantly push it off throughout the year. So it's about making time for it. So the next category is habits. And in my two examples, I said I want to floss more and I want to drink more water. Some success I've had with habits is just finding a way to make that habit easier. For example, you could find a way to get better technology surrounding that habit So my first step for wanting to floss more was to get a water pick instead of the string, classic string floss, because that is a guaranteed 90 second option. It's um, proven very effective. This is not an ad for water pick, (laughs) Um, but it just makes it something that's a lot easier to grab if I know the technology is making it easier for me to do the action. So I rephrase it from, I want to floss more too. I will use my water pick in the shower every day. And not only is that taking advantage of better technology, but it's also using a strategy called habit stacking. And that's where, well, I'm already taking a shower every day. So if I put the water pick in the shower, then I'll use the water pick every day. So just stacking on top of that routine that I've already built up over time. Um, And the same strategy could be used for, I want to drink more water. If we rephrase it to, I will bring a water bottle with me at all times, we have made that habit more easily accessible by having a water bottle and we're stacking it on top of just that getting ready morning routine. Fill up the water bottle before I leave for work, bring the water bottle with me. And by having it with me, I'll drink more water. Other examples of habit stacking that have worked for me. Uh, I want to keep my space more tidy. So every time I have something in the oven, timer on in the kitchen, I wash or put away dishes. I'm like, okay, I have eight minutes on the timer. Let me just put away a few dishes. And that helps keep the space tidier over time. Same thing with, I want to take a vitamin each day. Okay. Put the vitamins next to your toothbrush. So whenever you're getting ready to brush your teeth, you can take that vitamin it's all about slotting those items into your routine, so that they just become incorporated. Okay, next category: goals. Back to the example of I want to get stronger. Okay, so strength training, uh, even weight loss, like that could be a multi-year journey, and that is pretty a pretty lofty goal. And so you need to think of what is in your control for the year that you can work on, concrete little wins that you can do each week, each day, to get moving towards that goal, and to keep up your momentum, because if you don't have little wins to celebrate, then it's really hard to keep yourself motivated. So what I would rephrase this goal to, and what I have rephrased it to for myself is, I want to go to the gym three times a week. That number is just a comfortable number for me, I've already gotten in the habit of going like two times a week. So I'm just upping that for 2024. So it's a baby goal. It's taking baby steps. Instead of saying, I just want to go to the gym more. um, First, you need to try going to the gym once a week. And then slowly work yourself up. And find ways to make it fun. Like playlists, this podcast, fun outfits, your emotional support water bottle, (laughs) whatever it takes to get you there. For me, um, it's so amazing to have a gym in my apartment building because I literally just walk down the stairs and I don't have to go out in the harsh Minnesota winter. So it, it is really important to, again, like make those habits, make those goals easier, more easily accessible. And that will also play a key role in success. So if you don't have a gym in your apartment or your home, like find the one that's closest to you and find a way to make it really easy to get there. Okay, next, I want to read more. What I would rephrase this to is I will read 20 books this year. So I've made it into an action instead of a want, and I've added a concrete number to it. So that way it's something I can track progress to. Um, I am going to track it on Goodreads. I really loved using the Goodreads app with my book club. And as I've gotten into reading again this last year, um, it was really fun to see everything that I did read. And it made me really excited that I had concrete data to support that, hey, like you read 16 books in 2023. 20 books isn't that much further of a reach. Like let's just up it by a little bit. And By doing that, I'm setting a realistic goal as well. So I can hopefully at the end of 2024 celebrate that I got to 20 books. So it's as simple as that. It really is just looking at yourself and being realistic about what is achievable for you in one year and tracking to that, making it quantifiable, setting a date, doing the math on it, 20 books. That means at least two books each month for me. So that is just something that I'll have to keep in mind. Every week, I need to be reading about half of a book. And that might sound daunting, but for you, like whatever your goal is going to be, you're going to do the math and see what is realistic for you. Okay, before we get into life goals, which is the last category, I do want to talk about how some things don't really work as resolutions and to just be mindful of those. So there's just things that are out of your control and then there are things that are in your control, but maybe a multi-step process or things that require a lot of time or money. For example, maybe you're reflecting on 2023 and you're like, I am really sick and tired of my job. I wanna get a new job in 2024. Unfortunately, getting a job, like that part of the goal, is not really in your control you don't know what the applicant pool is going to be like recruiters all of that but what is in your control is building up skills networking sending in uh, applications possibly a lot of applications talking to recruiters optimizing your resume so for that goal of i want to get a new job it's really important to rephrase it to Something that you can actually track to so that you can keep track of your wins and um, keep up your motivation. So in this case, I would rephrase that to I want to apply to 10 jobs by the end of the first quarter. Something like that. Just so that you can actually celebrate getting in 10 applications versus feel disappointed that you haven't made any progress on This very like binary type of goal. Did you or did you not get a new job? Because I'm sure you're awesome. Like you deserve to celebrate yourself a lot and getting a new job is really hard. So you have to find ways to break that goal down into actionable items. Okay, last category. Here we are. We made it. Life goals. And I consider life goals something that can't really happen in the span of one year. It's going to be like a multi-year thing. One thing, like some examples would be like, I want to get a degree from a university. I want to get a master's degree. I want to buy a house. I want to like just kind of big milestone items. And for me, um, my next step is going to be on my book journey is I wrote the book. That was a big uh, life goal for me to write a book before I turned 30 And so my next step is going to be publishing. So my new life goal for that category um, is I want to publish my book before I'm 30. So I put a deadline on it. Even though it's a big life goal, I still want to be able to track it to a date so that I can get started early, i.e. 2024, I'm getting started. So I can create a timeline because book publishing is a multi-year process And so I can start tracking to that timeline and share with people, hey, like, I'm working on publishing my book. And oftentimes that will spark a conversation. And maybe your friend knows somebody that works in a publishing company or has connections. Like, you never know who you know that could actually help you get to that goal. So that's why it's so important to be sharing out any goal that you have, just so those opportunities start popping up and people, when they're out and about, they're like, oh, I remember so-and-so told me about how they want to publish a book and I just met this person. So I'll make a connection. I'll grab their business card. Like you never know what would happen. And it's always like, in my mind, a positive thing to be sharing out things that you're excited about. And so book publishing maybe isn't so top of the mind for most of you out there. So another example of a life goal would be, I want to travel more. And you might be thinking like, why would that take multiple years to achieve traveling? But the truth is like traveling costs money and time. Like maybe your current job doesn't give a lot of PTO or maybe you haven't really saved up the funds to book a huge trip to Europe or anything like that. So That's why I would consider travel one of those multi-year type of life goals. It's actually kind of a lifestyle change to just be thinking about big trips like that and planning to go somewhere. So the way I break that one down is I want to plan a trip to X location for a certain target date. And so I want to travel more is a pretty vague goal still. So the way I would rephrase it for myself is I will travel to Seoul, South Korea by 2026. And hopefully that timeline will move up because (laughs) I do have a friend I'm trying to visit. Um, But the plan is to get over there at some point soon, sooner rather than later. So if I create a date, then I can start working backwards from there. Okay, so... My first step would be set up a flight tracker on Google Flights, figure out when it's cheapest to travel there or the best weather to travel there, and then start planning, like, how long do I want to go for? What kind of things do I need to see? Like my must-see list, build that out. So you can see, like, if you just start working backwards, once you have a date, it's a lot easier to break down that big goal into something that you can start working on now in 2024 so I just hate to see like any of you listeners out there your goals get shoved to the back corner because there's no way to action on them easily so please like set a date and work backwards from there it's a pretty simple way to start making progress on all those things that have just been churning in the back of your mind and start making progress now Because you're only getting older, right? And I, for me personally, like I have so many things that I want to do in my life. So I got to start working on them before it's too late, right? Not to get morbid, but it's just an exciting time. New year, use that momentum of the new year to set some dates and create some plans. I hope that you comment some of them on the Instagram. If you're not following at Vos Memos, please follow it and comment some of your goals for this year. I just shared with you all of my resolutions, so (laughs) um, please reciprocate some of the vulnerability there. (laughs) And then don't forget, I wrote a book. It's called Busqueda de Alma, Soul Searching. And just like I did in this episode, I'll be talking about it in future episodes. There's an email list if you want to get updates on the book and be one of those first readers when it comes out. So just sign up at slash vos memos or the link in my bio at vos memos on Instagram. So thanks for listening and I hope you'll come back for the next episode of vos memos. Bye.